This is Neil Erwitz. I'm the Director of External Relations here at the Center for a New American Security, and we're here today with Paul Shari, who wrote the foreword to CNAS's new report, Patriot Wars, Automation and the Patriot Air and Missile Defense System. The report is by Dr. John Hawley, uh, an engineering psychologist with 35 years experience. He's now with the U.S. Army Research Lab. Paul, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. So the report uh, puts up a lot of caution flags on autonomous and near-autonomous weapon systems. Is it possible uh, for these systems to be safe and effective? Well, as you know, uh, automation has been a core component of the department's third offset strategy. And Dr. Hawley has a lot of experience with automation and air and missile defense systems. And one of the things he talks about is that automation has a lot of value, but it's brittle. And so automation doesn't have the flexibility to adapt to novel circumstances. It's going to do whatever it's programmed to do, whether or not that turns out to be a good idea at the time. And so that is something to be cautious about. And he gives some guidelines for how to think about the prudent integration of humans and machines because they both have advantages. So um, Dr. Hawley in the report states that the technological end of the human-machine integration is really the easy part. It's the human end that leads to the real problems. Do you agree with that? So I think an oversimplified way to think about this is that, oh, people make mistakes, and so we should, we should sort of automate people away. Um, people do make mistakes, but people also have the ability to adapt to novel circumstances and be flexible. People can break the rules, and sometimes that's a bad thing. Sometimes that's a good thing, and you might want that, keeping with the commander's intent. So one of the things that um, he talks about is, you know, sometimes in automation, uh, the way that sometimes engineers approach this is they try to design everything, try to design the automation first, and the human kind of falls in the gaps. The human picks up the slack for what the automation can't do. And that's not a great way to design systems because the human sort of, sort of filling in afterwards. A better way is to think about the human user up front and design the system around them, emphasizing what the benefits are of the human and what they can do and then what the automation can do better, but keeping the human sort of part of the system from day one. What would an example of that look like? So I think you can see a couple different examples about how automation is used today in non-military systems. An extreme case would be what Google is trying to do with their self-driving car. So they have a car they're trying to design without a steering wheel at all. They're trying to take away the human completely. That's hard to do. Um, a, a closer example of human-machine integration is what we're seeing with cutting-edge automobiles that are coming out on the market, actually being driven today, where you see automation being incorporated in small ways, self-parking, um, more adaptive intelligent cruise control, automatic lane-keeping, but the human is still driving the vehicle. And all of this automation is really designed to help the human just drive better, but keeping the human in control. So, if we need to be more cautious then, what's the prescription here? Should we slow down on investment in automation in the military sphere? And uh, wouldn't that just allow competitors to leapfrog us? So certainly investing in the underlying technology is absolutely critical, um, and we want to invest in better automation. But we also want to think very carefully about how we implement that automation. And so think about it if you're in, say, the position of a car manufacturer. You want to do all the basic research you can in better automation to figure out what works and to get ahead of competitors. But then how you design that into your automobile, might you might have different design choices. And we want to think about, in the military context, how to design our military 
military systems so that warfighters are very much in control of the weapon systems that they're operating. Well, thank you, Paul. This is incredibly interesting. The report is by Dr. John Hawley and is entitled Patriot Wars, Automation, and the Patriot Air and Missile Defense System. It's available at www.cnas.org.